0: Ha <laughs>
1: If you win, you'll be out of work. I will not stop until I've rid the world of every last one of you. I am the last one!
2: Hello! Welcome to Rewatchability. It's the show where we rewatch movies and TV shows from yesteryear and see how they hold up today. I've never said yesteryear before, have I?
1: I don't think so. It sounded very wistful. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, we're all stuck inside. I feel wistful.
1: Yeah, wistful Uh, for any year that's not this one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're an Entertainment One podcast, and uh, we have a mini episode this week to talk about uh, some pop culture stuff. We have an email to read, and uh, we also are going to tell you about the movie we're going to do next week on the show, so you can watch along with us. Should we just get right into it? Let's, get, so into let's get into it. Next week on the show, we're going to be talking about Dragon Hearts, the uh, 1996 Dennis Quaid slash dragon movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not just any dragon. I mean, you can't. Yeah, a you Welsh can't dragon. over the fact that it's Sean Connery. He's yeah, Scottish. James yeah. Bond as a dragon.
2: Wait, wait, did you think Sean Connery was Welsh? Doesn't he? Isn't he Welsh? What is he?
1: No, he's Scottish. He's, just...
2: like, he's like the most <laughs> Scottish. <laughs>
1: You can't just paint the entire British Isles with one brush. <laughs> one Isle is particularly plaid. <laughs> hard brush. Hard brush to paint with. <laughs> that one.
2: Well, we hope you can watch Dragonheart along with us. I, I don't know about elsewhere in the world, but here in Canada, it's streaming on Netflix.
0: Yes. Oh, man. So I searched you have so far and wide for it. Everywhere except Netflix. God damn it. <laughs> you went it on a like quest <laughs> It was my great quest to find you this movie You went into movie. a cave You slayed <laughs> got a, sword. a dragon to find this movie <laughs> Yeah, god damn
2: it So... We, on these mini episodes, we talk about the first time we saw Dragonheart. So Rob, think back. 1996.
1: You were, you were a kid, right? I believe so, yes. Unless I had the Benjamin Button's disease. I remember seeing this movie. I think that we want, uh, rented it from the video store. And like, I was, I think, as any kid that age, into the fantasy elements. And also, like, I think what was really impressive about this movie was that it had a fucking dragon. Because Mm. before... Before CG, I mean, things, you had like a a 50-50 shot of whether it was going to look fearsome and like, you know, like a dragon, or whether it was going to look like a Muppet. So, when this like CG dragon movie, when I saw the trailers for it, I was blown away, I was excited, and uh, so I remember when I got to see it, I was stoked, and I remember it being okay, like I mem- I loved it because Sean Connery was the voice of the dragon. And of course, I already love Sean Connery from Zardoz, from uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the, uh, the Last Crusade. But I remember being a little bit underwhelmed by it. However, I mean, years have passed. I
0: thought perhaps
1: there was more to this movie. So I was excited to watch it again. What about you, Blaine?
0: Yeah, I remember the trailers coming out and thinking that it was going to be truly stunning and amazing. I mean, Jurassic Park had come out just a little bit before, right? And so we right. got to see some CG, and it was good CG. Like peak it, CG. Was, <laughs> it might have been peak CG. So getting a dragon out of that, you know, that's exciting. That's like, I mean, kids these days, they have the uh, the Game of Thrones, That's just dragons every frame, you know? (laughs) Kids these days with that show that ended a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) And I was excited to see, like you, Rob, a CG dragon. But, uh, you know, Dennis Quaid was in there, too. I had no feelings about Dennis Quaid at the time. I I was the kids those days. Uh, so I didn't really, I, I wasn't like in love with Dennis Quaid as an actor or anything. You
1: know? Yeah, I feel like Dennis Quaid is like a a runner up Kevin Costner. In fact, when you <laughs> mentioned this movie to do, I thought that Kevin Costner was the star.
0: <laughs> Dennis
2: he- Quaid is the Kevin Costner of uh, acting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so I actually went to see this in the theater uh, with my friends at the time and we were all very very excited to see it Um, I remember getting popcorn which was a treat because you you know you usually spent your money on seeing the actual movie but I had a little extra money we saw popcorn we saw the movie and I eh, but uh, we we, uh, that was my reaction to it when I (laughs) saw it it has a dragon it did have a dragon yes it did have (laughs) one It just, it felt like it totally missed whatever the trailer was. Those expectations that trailer set up were pretty high. Like I remember the, uh, the image of the dragon going over the field and the, like the shadow of it, just the shadow of it and being like, Oh, that's fucking phenomenal. Like it just looks so great. Yes. On the big screen blown up. That's going to be great. And I remember exiting the theater being like (laughs) that. I feel like that was like a TV show or something that didn't have like many episodes. It just felt. But that meant that I was very, very excited to to do it again. I remember in my mind, I remember this big epic scene where Sean Connery is a dragon spitting fire, like yells, "I am the last one," you know. Yes, uh, and I, I remember he ser- just kind of,
2: yeah, he just kind of. It's almost like a bickering <laughs> between. A married couple. He's just like, I am the last one. Yeah. yeah you know, why, why don't you do the true. dishes once in a while?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was excited to see it because I knew that I had these kind of overblown expectations when I was a kid. And I think my imagination has filled in some of those expectations as an adult. So I was excited to see it again to see if it lived up to my remembrance of it. What about you, Jay? And when did you first see it? I also
2: saw it in the theater.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I hated it.
2: (laughs) Whoa. I hated it. You hate dragons. No, I was also like you guys. I was so hyped for it. I was really excited to see Dragonheart. Because like you're saying, like the CG... For kids our age, I think it was almost like, you know, when you hear like boomers talk about like Beatles albums, (laughs) you're like, this Beatles album dropped and you thought it couldn't get any better. And then like the next one came out and everyone was, you
1: know, waiting for it. When you Uh, heard, I want to hold your hand, it made you want to hold someone's hand, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but it was like, there was this sense like, you know, T2
2: came out and that blew everyone away. And then Jurassic Park. It was like magic. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, and there was this kind of, escalation of like what can they do next with this new technology and what i remember Dragonheart really felt like a part of that like when that dragon mm-hmm. came on screen in the trailer people were like holy shit we didn't even care that it was sean <laughs> Connery. like uh <laughs> you know probably because we were kids i guess but just like the visual of that because there had been some dragon movies in the past but they never Pete's they never dragon. really looked that good well, that was just a cartoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> still counts. <laughs> uh, still, still sadder.
2: Much, much sadder. Puff the Magic than, uh, Dragon also mm-hmm. sad.
1: Mm-hmm. Most well, dragon like, stories are sad.
2: Yeah, there's Dragon Slayer. There was like Q the Winged Serpent. Like they always mm-hmm. had to kind of like shoot around, actually showing uh, the dragon. Right. So yeah, I was pretty excited, and I just I I did not like anything about it. Do you remember what um, you hated about it?
0: Like specifically.
2: The only thing I specifically remember hating was uh, David Thewlis as the mm. villain.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
2: yeah. He was like, I remember just thinking, "Wow, this guy." Because I don't think I'd seen him in anything. I was like, "This guy's the worst actor." <laughs> 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 and it was years later because before I realized, oh no, he's a really great actor. Yeah, that was just a, a dumb parts you know it was was an underwritten role and a silly
0: movie i totally remember the the villain being horrible like not a great villain because the only other corollary i had for this was a kevin costner movie was right uh, you needed a rickman the yeah we needed a (laughs) you gotta go rickman like that was such a great adversary and this kind of sniveling kid wasn't up to snuff for the rickman Wannabes, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I yeah. felt.
2: But so I'm interested to see how it plays now because mm. I like David theless Maybe there was something I was missing oh, yeah. when I was younger because uh because yeah, that was that was the thing I remember specifically. It's just like yeah, like you were saying, like it wasn't a threatening villain. Right. It was mm. just a... Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like anything about that. So we'll see how it holds up now. Everybody go watch Dragon Hearts, and we'll reconvene next week. But before then... Are we meeting we do here, We want to... We're meeting here, <laughs> right? we're, we're meeting here in, okay, in the the abyss of the internet <laughs> instead of our fancy uh, office building yeah i'm back like we're literally i we were recording in a nice office building downtown yeah. with nice microphones i'm literally in the same basement that we started in <laughs> or that we were in for a long time i'm in the same cruddy basement drinking beer like <laughs> i feel very humbled At <laughs> least now you're, you're drinking, drinking alone. Beer. yeah yeah that's true <laughs> It could be worse. It could be worse. <laughs> Rob, you have an email from a listener you wanted to read.
1: Yeah, we got a nice email, so I thought I would share it with everybody. It's from Neil. It says, thank you! Exclamation oh. It says, hey guys, found your podcast towards the beginning of quarantine and have been obsessively listening since. First off, thank you for providing excellent and entertaining content that has gotten me through the boredom of staying at home you're welcome. But more than that, <laughs> thank you for talking about feminist and LGBT issues on your podcast. I was so blown away that you guys talked about Robin Williams crossdressing being the butt of most of the jokes in Mrs. Doubtfire, and how and why that can be problematic today. I also really appreciate that you bring on LGBT guests to talk about movies that straight people may not care about very much, but were formative for LGBTQ people. I just finished the Death Becomes Her episode. As a gay person, it's really gratifying to feel represented and heard, especially by a podcast that's led by straight guys. I was excited to find your podcast because I love also rewatching these movies, and it's really just a huge bonus to know that you guys aren't going to gloss over or shy away from these topics and issues. It's also been fun because my fiancé, who normally hates podcasts, like how, will also (laughs) listen, which has given us something fresh and entertaining to talk about through quarantine. Thank you again, and cheers to many more episodes. P.S., Super excited for the upcoming Stranger Than Fiction episode, which came out last week. Best wishes, Neil.
0: Oh Wow, thanks, Neil. That's yeah, really Awesome, Neil. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And, and, and thanks for pulling your fiancé into it, too. That's great. Yeah, we everybody pull your fiance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that was really it nice. Is, and uh, yeah. I'm glad to know that we're not uh, fucking it up all the time. <laughs> yeah. And
2: also, yeah, I, I feel like an inherent, like sense of, uh, well, guilt's too strong a word, but you know, <laughs> we're, th- we're three straight white guys. Like no one needs to hear our opinions, really. No, <laughs> but I'm glad to hear that. It's, it's, you know, I, I think there is something, especially I, I think about that Mrs. Doubtfire episode a lot because I think it's a good example of how like a lot of kids our age or, or people of our age were kind of like hardwired to have certain like reflexive biases, you know, mm-hmm. because of certain things we were shown when we were younger. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I, I'm so, that's one of the things that I truly am glad about this podcast for is, is to kind of go back and look at how, you know, how certain entertainments may not have been healthy for kids and and how to you know especially because i'm showing you know i'm i'm in the process of showing movies to my kids that i saw as a kid and it's <laughs> like I, I won't show them mrs Doubtfire why would i or not till they're older and we can you know have a conversation about it <laughs> a very right. frank um, conversation <laughs> yeah so no that's that's great to hear and also great to hear that people are are listening to the show in quarantine and finding the show in quarantine because yeah uh, Yeah, because, uh, you you know, I, I mean, so many people are searching for, for stuff to fill time. So that, yeah, that, that's so nice
0: to hear. And we can, we can fill time. We can do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's really great. Yeah. I, uh, I was thinking about that the the other day when I was watching, um, RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know if if you guys watched that, but like we, we were raised on like seeing a man in woman's clothes as a joke. Which, right. and, and now just watching RuPaul, like, it, it just, it's like so impressive. It's changed so much in my mind. And that's because of like the change in the culture, um, more than a change in me, I'd say. But it's, yeah, it's so nice to know that we're not fucking it up, like you said, Rob. <laughs> because, yeah, it's, we're very aware that we are three straight white men.
2: And I wanted to take a minute to talk about an upcoming reboot in right. the segment we call I Reboot.
1: Yes. Right. Uh, which reboot? Rob named.
2: Uh, did you guys hear about the Scarface reboot that's happening?
1: Yeah, Oliver Stone is remaking Scarface with Al Pacino. No, no. no.
0: <laughs> oh, what? I was really excited for a second. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yes.
2: First of all, it's Brian De Palma who made oh, the original Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. No, but it's, uh, it's uh, Luca Guadagnino.
1: Right, from... You know uh, who did the
2: Suspiria remake and Call Me By 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 Your Your Name?
1: Name. Yeah, okay.
2: And uh, he is remaking it. I don't think they've announced the actor, but it's uh, the Coen Brothers... Yes. ...wrote it.
0: Really? The Coen Brothers did the script? Yeah. Apparently, (laughs) or they're going to. (laughs) That's so crazy. I mean, yeah, I'll watch that. There's some interesting things, though, on the net about the difference between a Coen Brothers... Written script that's directed by someone else and like a Coen Brothers script directed by themselves and how. Oh, sure. Yeah. The, like the huge disparity that can be. So it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I loved Bridget Spies. That was, that was their writing directed by maybe the, one of the best directors Some ever. Uh, well, so I guess uh, there's, there's, Oliver Super Stone. Briden- <laughs> Oliver Stone. Yep. Um, but yeah. that's... Or he- I don't know, I kind of
2: wonder if maybe people are just agreeing to do projects now because they think we're all gonna get taken out by this plague.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like all stunt casting of projects. like they're just like, yeah, let's do a remake of Scarface with the Co well, I'd want to do like
1: my my dream project. I wouldn't want to waste time on something that's probably not gonna be very good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I just you know. Coen Brothers are thinking like jokes on them. Like we'll all be long dead before <laughs> before that <laughs> first draft of the Scarface is is due.
0: <laughs> that's, so they don't have a cast yet.
2: I don't think so. No. I, I don't. You know. But yeah, like you said, the, the Scarface itself was was kind of a remake of uh, Howard 50s movie, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I could well, look who, it up who, on the tiny do you guys computer. Think would that's right. Be,
0: here. Uh, a good uh, a, a good casting for that movie
2: like if they're doing like if they're doing the same like tony montana like who is the yeah. new al pacino oscar isaac yes.
0: oh that's interesting yeah i mean he's a little <laughs> old i guess but michael shannon oh michael shannon plays a good bad guy except it except in that uh, superman movie he was <laughs> i'll find him lara <laughs> i'll find him <laughs> that was not great
2: uh yeah. Is it anyone else? I can't. Who's Who's the modern day
0: equivalent of Al? Pacino? Chris Pratt, man. Chris Pratt, all the way. It's Adam Driver. A <laughs> Are you? I'm joking. I think, uh, I think you Driver should leave your own apartment. <laughs> I think you should
2: leave. take your chances in the streets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting to see. I don't actually even like the movie Scarface that much. I just thought I just thought it was an interesting uh, an interesting. Pedigree of talents behind uh, behind this reboot. We,
1: it's weird that that guy just got off making a reboot and now he's making another one. Yeah, I mean, that's just thing yeah. Fit an original, and isn't he doing a call you by your name too as well?
0: Maybe it's a reboot.
2: I think they're doing uh, a second one. Yeah, maybe they'll uh, maybe call we'll combine again. them. By your name, yeah. so
1: that
2: <laughs> maybe uh, Timothy Chalamet becomes like a Coke <laughs> kingpin. And he's
1: Scarface.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we all have like our pop culture blind spots and I, maybe I shouldn't admit this as like a a movie podcaster but I I've never seen Scarface. Okay, I've never seen Scarface either. Oh, Rob, you were holding out. Yeah. What can holding I say? Out. Is it worth it, you know, Uh no, like I said, I don't even
2: like that movie. <laughs> I mean, it's it's worth it as like a pop culture, you know, touchstone, but I don't actually think it's a very good movie it got huge a movie in like just, the 90s yeah
1: like it was like a real cultural phenomenon it came back and there was like a whole like gangsta sort of embrace of it
2: yeah right. mediocre movie great dorm room post <laughs> <laughs>
1: awesome right beside my dolly <laughs> <laughs> dolly parton <laughs> yeah that's right nine to five uh, <laughs> Well, that's it for
2: our mini episode. We'll be back next week for a full discussion of Dragonheart. In the meantime, you can like and subscribe us on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Rewatchability. Like us on Facebook. All that stuff. Dragonheart.
0: Let's do it. If you want to become as famous as Neil, you can write us an email, too. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. We'll read it out on the show.
0: Rewatchability at Uh, Gmail. There you go. Not if you say nice things.